at least the Browns know who their quarterback's going to be next year, guys. Welcome to the Married to Football podcast, the super fan take football today. So, do you guys, would you want to talk about uh, Jarvis Landry? Because, like, I didn't know the drama. <laughs> I didn't know the drama. And I kind of had to look it up. It's not drama. It's fucking, everybody knows it. Like, like it's, well, it's, it's also people paying too much attention to the small couple of percent of, of any fan base that is stupid. So, what is it? Like, what, what was the problem? Jarvis is salty. With the Browns, that they're gonna, they're gonna, they haven't even done it yet, but he knows what's coming. Yeah. They're gonna say, "Hey, Jarvis, look for you know fifty catches, five hundred yards, and a couple of touchdowns. We can't pay you sixteen million dollars, mm-hmm. and we don't have to. We can just cut you and save the money. However, we really like you, and we really want you to be a part of this thing. I, I think a fair number for you would be like eight million dollars a year, and he's gonna say." Mm, I think I can do better with a different quarterback and I'll go elsewhere and I'm sure I can get at least 10 million from one of these other teams and I I can make do better for myself thanks for no thanks and he's going to go. And it's not there's no drama about it at all it's just business. Hmm. Right. And it's and it's something that Eric and myself have been saying for about 2 years now. Like this was, you know, we, we talked about it when Odell was still on the team too. We said that based on the contracts, both of those got, this was before the trade, obviously, but both of those guys weren't likely to be on the roster Mm. this coming season because of the amounts that they were making. Mm. So, you know, just to underscore Eric's point, it's just business. I mean, to the point where this was completely expected. Yeah. I get it. And both, both of them are right too. You know, Eric said that, a fair number is is eight million, and we can't pay you all this money for what your for what your production is on the field. And to his point, he probably can get more in a on a different team. Now, yeah. what team is that, and is it a team that's going to gonna win? Probably not. Mm-hmm. You know, he'd have he has to take an an Odell style contract where he's only getting one or two million, three million if he wants to do that so he can make more money but it's probably going to be with a team that's not going to be contending and that's not to say that the browns are contending this year either but it he's likely to go to a worse team that has more money to spend yeah like the jets yeah and i mean you know where i can see jarvis landry landing the new england patriots really i think jarvis landry would be a great fit on with the new england patriots Hmm. I I think so. I think he's the type of hardworking receiver that could fit really well in a Belichick offense. I don't know if the and Patriots he would be a big would, help to to Mac Jones. I think. I don't know how much more they'd be willing to pay him than the Browns are. I feel like the Browns. You think he'd actually? You think maybe, he's actually going to be gone though? Like you think like they can't like fix it? I would consider if I were the Browns, just just for the locker room's sake, and also this also is predicated on what they're going to do with shit, what they're going to do with Baker Mayfield. Um, no, you were fine when you said it the first time. What they're going to do with shit? 
That was hilarious. Mike dropped there. I don't know about you, bud, but like, I'm kind of worried about what's going to happen. Well, hey, remember we said, you know, we weren't, we weren't like uh, super concerned. Like we weren't, uh, you know, on pins and needles over it. But we said during the season, like, if they don't get the stuff to work this year, the Browns might be in trouble because that, you know, the window might, you know, if they ever had a window, the window might be closed. Because, you know, they have to, they just have a lot of guys that are, those contracts are getting into their later years, and bigger numbers. And they, you know, and we're getting closer to where they've got to pay some of those rookies. Well, n- not rookies, but guys still on the rookie deals. Yeah. Not, and not even just Baker. Um, well, yeah. I, I don't know. Like, I, I in a perfect world, Jarvis Landry says, okay, I'll come back for like eight or nine mil or yeah. eight mil with incentives to go to 10. Yeah. You know, and, you know the, it, and it's eight and they'll, it's probably like six, but they'll give him two, two and a half as a signing bonus or, you know, something like that. To, I don't know. Hmm. Cause I, I think honestly, I think the Browns want to give him, I think they want to give him even a little more than what they think is fair because I think in general they do appreciate what he's done for the team and for the organization. Yeah. And most of the time I'm not I'm not a big fan of doing that, but in his case I I mean I would make an exception. I'm I'm okay with I'm not okay with paying him 16 million, but I am okay with paying him a little bit over what he might be worth because of you know, those years of service. Yeah. So I don't know. I hope, I hope cooler heads prevail, or at least if he does go, he doesn't leave on a sour note. Yeah. I agree. Um, because I, I think overwhelmingly he's got, even if people agree monetarily with, with the decision, uh, he's, he's still got a lot of Browns fans that are fans of his. Um, speaking of, Browns fans and and the Browns in general. I heard a report from uh, or not heard. I read a report from Mary Kay Cabot. Oh boy! That, that the Browns met with Baker Mayfield's representatives and have said that they are not pursuing a veteran quarterback, or and they are going to twenty twenty two with Baker Mayfield pegged as the starter. Mm. Well, if, I mean, Ow. we if, knew that he was going to be pegged as a yeah. starter, so that one's not a surprise, right? Okay. Well, we, we said it was the most logical. Right, right. We thought maybe they kicked the tires on something, but we, we, we've gone over this again and again. Who can you get? Who could right. you actually afford and get that's better than Mayfield, that's attainable? And there really right. isn't a, a, an answer that's going to make anybody. No. No. Honestly, I thought the more interesting question was whether or not they would bring back Case Keenum just because of how much money they had tied up with him. Hey, a, cra- a crazy old man in my in my store this week. It was random, most random thing. I walked I walked up to these guys and said, "Hey, how's everything? How's everything going? How's the food, guys?" And they they didn't answer really. They said, "Do you know anything about the Cleveland Browns?" <laughs> and I said, eh, "I know a little bit." And he said, did you know Case Keenum's not coming back? I said, I mean, he's a pretty expensive backup. I can, I can see them. He's like, nope, I, I, I know a guy, and I'm telling you right now, Case Keenum will not be back. Okay. I said, 
Okay, I mean, that's, that's <laughs> I cool. Mean, you know that. To be honest, it, why are you going to pay a backup as much as you were paying him if, as we saw last year, you would rather have... Yeah, yeah, I mean, because we saw, other than when they were absolutely forced to, they didn't want him out there. If, he, mm-hmm. if we're paying him that much, he should be good enough to step in when the starter yeah. is, uh, is playing... You know, it's hurt. Yeah. We shouldn't have to throw a limping... Um, you know, immobile quarterback out there yeah. if you pay that much for backup. So, yeah, get it. I, I, I don't know. Get a cheap veteran. Get a hell, get a cheap rookie. Whatever. Yeah, but, whatever. Uh, yeah, no sense in sinking money into a into a good backup at this point. I should hey, say a veteran. You know what? One. At least the Browns know who their quarterback's going to be next year, guys. I've heard so much Shit. fucking bullshit all you, week. You it's know like, who the quarterback's going to be. No, I've heard so much bullshit all week. It's literally Mason Rudolph. Then I hear Jimmy Garoppolo. Then I hear Jameis, which I, you guys know I love Jameis. I'm like, please, Jameis Winston. Then I hear rumors about Mitch Trubisky. That's the one trending right now. Oh, Mitch yeah. Trubisky. Get Mitchell in there. Then, yeah, like then there's rumors of... You know, they really like the Malik Willis, but they also like Kenny Pickett. And it goes back and forth. Kenny Pickett, Malik Willis, Kenny Pickett, Malik Willis. But even so, you draft Kenny Pickett or Malik Willis, you're not starting them. So you're going to have to start somebody else. And it better not be Mason. And if it is Mason, there better be something that I haven't seen that I don't know about. And I know other Steelers fans feel the same way. Like, there must I, be I, something. I still don't understand how the hell Mason is even on the roster. N- nobody does. Let alone nobody. Does. Let alone possibly the starter. And I mean, I really want I mean, them. I, f- I feel like if you look at that Steelers roster, Mason right should, now Mason he's should like, go. He, well, he's he's got to be like the fifth best quarterback on that roster. I swear, probably most of your wide receivers are better quarterbacks than Mason is. Yeah, I just don't get it. It's like baffles me what what they see in him, and like that's why I said I must like there must be some magical like thing he has that nobody knows about yet that they're hiding if they really see something in him. Because I'm like, okay, like I don't see it, but okay. And then like everyone is like <laughs> talking about Jameis, and I'm like, please, please, like finally they're talking about Jameis, and I'm like, can we keep this going? Because I do not want mason like i feel like Jameis. i don't mind taking a chance on him because i feel like he still could be successful and then i've even heard little things about deshaun watson but deshaun watson nobody knows what's going on with him he still got his trial his legal troubles what's driving him to pittsburgh it seems like he wants to go to miami that's all i kept hearing was miami and now i hear miami isn't even interested anymore so you know what i mean like it's just Pittsburgh needs, like, I'm literally getting so annoyed, though, with it's, like, every day, guys, every day for the last week, it's been every different quarterback under the sun. Everybody, every different news outlet is, like, Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be, I know he's the guy. Oh, it's going to be Jameis. Oh, it's Mitch Trubisky. Oh, it's going to be Carson Wentz. I'm, like, I'm so sick of the rumors. I just want, like, a legit reporter to report real news. Like, I just want real news. Oh, that's that's never going to happen again. You guys saw the list, the... The poll numbers that they that they uh, are not. I, I guess it wasn't a poll, but it was just a sampling of negative tweets for the 
20 most hated people in the NFL. No, I haven't seen it. It was kind of funny because it's not, it's not even necessarily in the NFL. It includes owners and I guess people that are tangentially related to the league. Who was on it? Uh, Well, they, they released the top 20. Robert Kraft was number 20. Oh, okay. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott was 19. Hmm. Richard Sherman was 18. Okay. Brittany Matthews was 17. Okay. <laughs> um, Jalen Ramsey, uh, 16. Deshaun Jackson, 15. Really? Josh McDaniels, 14. Okay. Kirk Cousins, 13. Jerry Jones, 12. Cam Newton, 11. Dan Snyder, 10. Uh, Baker Mayfield, 9. Hmm. Damn. Roger Goodell, 8. Uh Tyreek Hill, seven. Why? Oh, I don't like uh, that. Jackson Mahomes, six. Uh, Deshaun Watson was fifth. Uh, Odell Beckham Jr. was fourth. Oh. Uh, Bill Belichick was third. Okay, that makes sense. Uh, Antonio Brown yep. was second. Makes sense. And by a country mile, Aaron Rodgers was first. Wow. Didn't make the top 20. Well, this this is also negative tweets counted in the month of December. Ben Ben doesn't do negative tweets. So there hasn't been any other like rumors going on, right? No other like up to date rumors. I feel like I see. Well, the problem is like you were saying, like there's nothing credible anymore. People just come out and they just, say random things yeah, and annoying. so it seems like every time i i go to look for anything i see 35 new players that are linked to you know brand new teams and everything last i checked you know according to facebook today the the browns are going to sign tom brady mm. so i mean i don't know what to believe anymore the big news uh today was Kenny Pickett's hands measure eight and a half inches yeah. smaller than any QB. I mean, is that really like that big of a deal? I don't know. I I, I don't think so. I mean if he can throw a football, he can throw a football. Right? That's, that's what that's, I thought. That's what matters. Yeah, and if he's where okay, Dale, do you know where they measure the hand like what from what point to what point do they measure? Like, I don't it's from I your don't. thumb. So if you if you if you put your hand out, right, and you spread all your fingers out. As far as you can. It's okay. from your thumb to your pinky finger. Okay, and they measured that what it was like eight and a half inches or something? I'm about to measure mine. Hold on. I'm sitting here looking at my hand. Like <laughs> I mean the biggest story I saw today was I'm joking because the picket one probably was, but the biggest thing to me was apparently the NFL can't properly time their 40-yard dashes at all. Oh. Well, because they had Chris Olave ran a 4-2-6-40. Okay. And everyone was like, oh, shit, oh, shit. And then they came out and they were like, actually, that was unofficial. And he ran a 4.39. And I'm like, how the hell do you have .13 seconds? Uh, how, how are you off by that much? Yeah, that's a big difference. I mean, the Olympics gets it right. Why the hell can't the NFL? Still pretty fast. Yeah, yeah no, but I mean, how is. can't you it get it right, sure. though? I but mean, like, it yeah, shouldn't be that hard. Right. Like, the, and it was it was funny because he ran a four three nine. Garrett Wilson ran a four three eight. So you had two Ohio State wide receivers running sub four four forty. So pretty good. That's good. 
Yeah, it, it's fast. Well, I have a six-year-old, so none of my tape measures are where they're supposed to be. Hmm. Do you have a ruler? You can use a ruler. I don't have a ruler. Eh, okay, this doesn't matter. I'm I want to know now. I want to know. I did, you know what's? You know what else is funny? I did. I heard in relation to this hand thing, they they did happen to mention who the the, uh, and I use this loosely, who the quarterback in the league right now with the smallest hand measurements is. Who is it? And maybe the fact that I used quarterback loosely might have clued, might have given you a clue as to who it is. Okay, it's so some, loosely. It's, it's someone that has played quarterback but didn't play quarterback the majority of the snaps this year. Hmm. And he plays now. Like, he's currently active on... He, he plays, but the majority of the snaps he's he took last There you go. Nailed it. Yeah, I could see that. Not a big dude. He's not huge. Yeah, I could see him having a smaller yeah. hand. But I mean, like, I'm sure there's quarterbacks that have small hands that are very talented. I'm sure that's like, did, did they bitch about Joe Burrow's hand size and look at Joe Burrow? Yeah. So I mean, oh, he he had a he had a tweet about it. I think he he was asking for everyone's thoughts and prayers. I believe is what it was. Yeah, exactly. So it's like it just goes to show you maybe it doesn't matter if you're just a good quarterback. Maybe like yeah, there are instances where some guys have small hands and it sucks, but maybe they're just not good quarterbacks. Like Okay, I found it and it's this was a yeah, considering retirement after I was informed the football will be slipping out of my tiny hands. Please keep me in your thoughts. Oh, that's so that's funny. Jo- Joe Burrow, February 24th, Dude, 2020. I, I do love his sarcasm. These are one of those things that all these guys want to think are the be-all, end-all. When there's never going to be some magic measurement or set of criteria that that lets you know whether or not this guy is going to be the next Tom Brady or the next um, Jamarcus Russell. They said that Russell Wilson has his hands are 10 and a quarter and Aaron Rodgers are 10 and one eighth and Buffalo's Josh Allen is 10 and one eighth is the article I'm reading. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Those dudes all have big hand energy. Big hand energy. (laughs) But I guess the problem is like, what does that list every single quarterback in the NFL and what their hand size is? No, I'm, I literally like. Would I love saw I saw that list recently. You did because what I guess what my what what my problem would be is if you look at that and you see like Tom Brady at the bottom of that list, then your list is useless, isn't it? Yeah. The list is pretty useless. The 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 ratio there's yeah. you know. There's really bad quarterbacks with huge hands. There's really yeah, right. great quarterbacks with even huge hands. It's trying to make it, it's trying to make it mean something when there's not really any evidence that it ever does. The the, the only thing that there's evidence that it does is uh, tracking quarterbacks who, like who get hit blindsided. Hmm. Basically, on blindside hits. Okay, that's quarterbacks fair. are more likely to fumble the smaller their hands are. Well, I would say I would be, you know, I would say, you know, Pickett in his case, he played in college at Pitt. So, I mean, he's played in cold weather. You yeah. can get an idea of how yeah, well exactly. he hangs on to the ball. And maybe it's not good. I don't know. I mean, we, you know, we talked a lot about how, at least my opinion, and I, I thought you guys to some extent as well felt that this year's quarterback class was pretty weak. 
and if I'm being honest, I don't think any any of these guys should go first round. Yeah, and a lot mm. of them are going to. Yeah, yeah, and I think that's bad. I mean, the the best quarterback to me, you know, in terms of skill and potential is probably Malik Willis, but almost everybody agrees that he's pretty raw and he's not ready to go yet. Yeah, everyone said about two years is their yeah. estimate with him. Cool, let's draft him. Yeah. Well, that, but that's that's the problem is that I, I I'm worried that if he if one of those guys is available when the Browns pick they're going to go and do it and it's like why oh so you you're know? worried that say like the because the Browns pick were t- where are the Browns yeah. pick nineteen eighteen uh I thought it was eighteen or yeah I'm sorry thirteen sorry. okay so a, you're worried that the Browns would like pick him if he was there like just to be like oh well you know Baker well, there's there's a lot of know. scenarios that are concerning that's one of them but I, w- I mean that because because I don't think that any team should be picking any of these guys in the first round no because they their talent doesn't justify it go and get a guy that you can plug in it you know wherever linebacker defensive line you know whatever I mean you know you decide but I don't. I don't believe in. I, I believe in that general philosophy of taking the best player available. Yeah. And you know, not not saying to myself, "Well, we need a quarterback, so we'll take one in the first round," even though there's not anybody that's worth taking until the third round. All right. So I hate like, that kind of strategy. Oh, I get it. Like, so like your guys pick. Like, who would you pick? Like in the first round? Like, who would you want to see the Browns pick? Like. Do you want a wide receiver? Like, do you want a guy like Chris Olave? Do you want, you know, like, I don't know what the I Browns like, need right I now. I like Olave and I like Wilson, but I don't think either of those guys is what the Browns necessarily need. So I personally wouldn't take those guys to the Browns. I think that they can absolutely go in the first round and go to good places, but I don't think that they... I don't think either of those are the right pick for Cleveland. So what do you think the Browns need to take? That's a harder question that I'm not sure I've fully arrived at. Um, I know it's part tough. of me wants part of me wants to say offensive line. Yeah. Because of how relatively shaky that was this year and how much they need to rely on running the ball to be uh, competitive. Yeah. And that's, and I say that e- even if Baker is fully healthy, they still need the running game to click if mm-hmm. they want to, if they want to do anything. Yeah, I agree. Thanks everyone for listening to the Married to Football podcast. Don't forget to rate our show and don't forget to hit subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And you can check us out at MTFB Podcast on Twitter. Enjoy the rest of your weekend, everyone. Cheers.